Hi, my name is Dana. I'm the editor-in-chief of the teen-led Just Allergy Things magazine. The other team members and I at the Just Allergy Things magazine decided to start our podcast to spread food allergy education to a greater audience. With this podcast, we aim to share our experience with food allergies and give advice, comfort, and support to those who have food allergies or to those who want to learn more about the cause. We also hope to shed light on the invisible impacts of living with food allergies and expose them to the non-allergic population. So, whether you have food allergies or not, we hope that you join us on our journey of spreading food allergy awareness. Hi everyone, in this episode, I talk with four rising college freshmen, Audrey, Catherine, Rachel, and Walker, about preparing for college with food allergies. We cover various topics concerning managing food allergies when applying and getting ready for college. We discuss everything that goes into planning the food allergy college experience, from meeting with dietary advisors, to eating at the dining hall, to finding the right roommate. During the episode, we also touch on the college search process, as well as give advice to high school students with food allergies who plan on applying to college in the future. So, without further ado, I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi everyone, I'm Dana. Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm 18 years old. I'm allergic to all peanuts and tree nuts, and I'm heading to Tulane University in the fall. My name is Audrey. Um, I'm allergic to wheat, eggs, peanuts, all tree nuts, pea, chickpea, poppy seeds, and sesame. And I'm 18 years old, and I'll be attending Rutgers Business School in the fall. My name is Walker Green. Uh, I'm allergic to all peanuts and tree nuts. Uh, I'm 18, and I'll be attending Clemson University in the fall. Hi, my name is Catherine. I am allergic to dairy, eggs, peanuts, tree nuts, quinoa, and latex. And I'm 18 years old, and I'll be attending Tufts University in the fall. So does everyone mind just saying where their college is located? Tulane's located in New Orleans, Louisiana. My college is located in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Clemson is in um, upstate South Carolina. And Tufts is in Boston, Massachusetts, or like right outside the city. So starting off, did your food allergies impact where you guys decided to apply to college? Or did you really only focus on what would be the best fit academically? Uh, it played a role in, in my decision, for sure. Um, but the role that it played didn't really come up in the application process, um, but rather kind of after the acceptances it came out and I was like visiting schools. I've got a really good example for this. Uh, one of the schools that I applied to and was really considering going to had a, a weekend program for a, like certain academic top students across the state. This is an in-state school. Um, and they brought you up there. Uh, but of course, as you're up there, they have to you know, provide food, that kind of thing. So we had to work out uh, my food allergies. Uh, so I tried calling them uh, to get a hold of the chef that was running the process um, for a month in advance, never heard anything. Uh, then we tried like talking to the director and we got there and basically they said that uh, uh, people with food allergies at their campus uh, are a liability uh, and that they weren't interested in doing anything that uh, could be anything more than the bare minimum. Um, and, you know, I've learned uh, over 18 years how to like respect myself and respect my allergies. Um, and I just knew that that kind of standard wasn't going to be good for four years. Um, where I'm going now, Clemson, uh, I've worked with their accessibilities office and every step of the way they made it just perfect. So it, it impacted my choice. Um, it was just the best decision all around, but it definitely made a difference. Yeah, I would say um, 
I totally agree with what Walker said and similar thing happened to me. So initially, once I got all of my decisions back, I was actually thinking of just going to the school that best fit me academically. But the problem with that school was that they didn't really have um, a very clarified food allergy system. But the thing I really liked about Rutgers was because they have so many students, they were just bound to have students with food allergies. So they have this really amazing system where every day the students electronically submit whatever they want to eat for the day if they want to order um, ahead of time. And the dining staff makes it for you like fresh and warm, um, just like a little bit before you are ordered for pickup. So the food is always like very nice and they make it for you ahead of time. So you don't have to worry about picking through um, like buffet style dining because of cross contamination. And so I really liked that. And I ate there a couple of times um, when I went on visits or um, new student orientation and whatnot. And the dining staff was just super friendly and I always got my food early on time and it was really tasty. So I definitely like that about Rutgers. Yeah, I would also say that it did play a huge role in like how I chose my school and everything. Like when I was researching to begin with, like I know FAIR's website has like the whole college database, which was super helpful to look at. And I ended up um, finding that most of the schools I was applying to had pretty good allergy protocols, but Tufts was the one that had like the best out of the ones I was interested in. And I was really excited about how it has a top nine station on campus, which was really good because most of my allergies or most of my severe allergies at least are in the top eight. And so I was really excited to be able to have like that option on campus basically. But yeah, that was really helpful for me, I guess. And just doing the research beforehand. Um, yeah, for me, it was kind of like, it was definitely like in my thoughts the entire time, but I was kind of like, I'm going to see what school I get into, what school I like the best before I like make a decision based on allergies. And then when I got into Tulane, I had talked with um, some staff in the dining hall and similar to Tufts, they're really good with allergies and they have a window where um, they have allergy free things and all of their like things every day had like a little sign that said like contains this, this, this. So it was helpful to see what everything had. So I know you guys kind of touched on this when deciding where you guys would go, but were there any specific strategies that you guys used to determine your college's food allergy compatibility? Like Catherine said, the FAIR website, like their thing on colleges was great. And also um, there's like parent Facebook like group chat things and so my mom like in there would have like people were really responsive about like allergies and like previous experience their kids had had which was super helpful and overall um, Tulane's on the smaller side so it's a little bit easier to reach staff and so it was super easy to just get in contact with the dining hall staff and they were super helpful. Yeah, kind of similar to that. I would go on the dining website for any of the schools I was looking at and uh, end up reaching out to the dietitian or like whoever was the head of that office, like with an email, like telling them I was unfair. And 
like the fair tag group and about all my allergies and like what I was looking for and like the accommodations I would need at the school and see if they could offer that assistance. And um, that was really helpful because most of the time they reached out back to me and gave me some great information. And there was one specifically that had like tons and tons of information. So just making that connection and um, was really helpful. Yeah, I had a similar experience. Um, so for most of the schools that I did end up getting into, I visited them and they always had like a dining or accommodation stand. So I would talk to the people that were in charge and sometimes they would even transfer me to like the head of dining or I would get her like contact information. So it was super helpful getting to reach out that way. Um, I just felt that they really it really helped having direct contact because you got to know what they can do specifically for you. Um, so it was kind of like a good reassurance, I would say. I agree with just about everybody else here. Uh, I also consulted the uh, FAIR database of the different colleges and things, and that was really helpful. It just kind of gave you, gives you, if nothing else, like a heads up into what you can expect from different universities. Um, and then the other thing was I'm lucky enough to live about, only about 10 minutes away from Clemson. So I was able to make a phone call and immediately get on the phone with their registered dietitian. Um, and the next week, uh, my family and I went up to the dining hall and we, she gave us a whole tour in the kitchen, showed us how things are prepared. Um, just extremely helpful. Reaching out to like dining professionals or dietitians uh, made a big difference. It was really helpful. Are any of you guys living off campus or living from home for college? I'm living on campus. I am too. Same here. Same. Cool. So does your college, we kind of touched on this, but does your college have dedicated food allergy friendly dining? Yes. Uh, I've kind of got a, a bit of an example for this too. What's interesting though is that there's the location of their dedicated dining. Uh, there's two main dining halls. Uh, one is McAllister and the other is Shaletter. I think it's pronounced that way. It's a weird, weird looking word. Um, but the food allergy station, free of the top line, is in Shaletter. Um, but the McAllister dining hall is completely free of peanuts and tree nuts. Whereas Shaletter has like a waffle pancake station where they have peanut butter, lots of things like that. So what I actually found was it ended up being safer for me to eat at McAllister than it would be at Shaletter. Um, the existence of like a food allergy station in itself is awesome, but the location just for me personally and the severity of my allergies, I mean, I, I had to consider if the food allergy station was actually the best station to eat at. Yeah, that was really similar for me. So Tufts has the top nine station that I mentioned before, but um, one of their other dining halls, so that's in one dining hall. And then in the second dining hall, it's all gluten, peanut and tree nut free. And they're on pretty different parts of the campus. And then they also have this um, alternative meal plan, which I ended up going with, um, where you order online and you can put all your food allergies beforehand and you like order it the day before and then you can pick it up and they have it all wrapped and separate for you. And I just felt like that would be the safest option and like for my comfort level and everything. And like the top nine station would be like a really good go-to place for other food, but not for my like everyday foods, just because of like um, like all the options that they may offer. And so, yeah, that's what I went with. Um, yeah, for Tulane, like they don't, they do a lot for allergies. It's 
definitely not like as much as other schools, but um, I'm lucky enough to just be allergic to peanuts and tree nuts. So it is a little bit easier to like contact trace for that kind of thing. So um, kind of just having like the labels of what everything includes. And they also had that little allergy station felt safe for me. Mm -hmm. For Rutgers, um, I like that they had that entire food allergy system in place where you can order your meals ahead of time. And if you do want to eat from the actual dining halls, they have like an online menu that you can check up and it tells you what each food contains and it updates per day. So I thought in that case, that would be pretty helpful. Um, The only thing I worried about was cross-contamination, but since they have like specific stations per each food and they only make that food at that station, I thought that it definitely felt a lot safer as well. So does any of your colleges have any specific food allergy accommodations for things like housing or anything like that? Yeah, Um, I reached out again to my school accessibility services um and i say probably april because we pick our housing in may uh, i told them uh, at the time i also had an egg allergy um which i've since actually passed uh, an egg challenge which is cool but at the time uh, i had that as well um so i got a hold of them and i said just by virtue of um you know lots of lotions and things will have egg in them shampoos will have uh, almond oil things like that um so i said can i request uh in terms of housing a private dorm private bathroom and I, I expected a bit of a, you know, give and take, a little negotiating, that kind of thing. It was, it was interesting. Um, same with uh, in-class accessibilities. Uh, and really, uh, mine were pretty simple. Um, I've gotten pretty good at, you know, seeing, okay, person A over here has a bag of peanuts. I can just move away from person A. It's not a big deal. If they're right next to me, I can say, hey, I've got a peanut allergy. Um, but I just had a, a letter written up from them to be sent to my professors saying, hey, uh, Walker has a peanut allergy. Just make sure, like in your labs, your exams, that you say there's no peanuts, so he doesn't have to you know, get up and leave and, and miss out on class. Uh, I didn't want to miss a class and miss material, miss a quiz, miss a grade, miss out on an exam because of my allergies. Um, and what I found, especially at my school and several other people I know at their schools, is it, it was just as easy as asking, and there was absolutely no hassle. It was a really good process. I also requested, or I was like in um, connections with the accommodation services at my school. So I requested to have a single and they were really great about that and it was no problem at all. And so that's really good. And I also requested to have like a semi-private bathroom. So it's like kind of at the end of the hall with like a couple people who might share it just um, to be extra safe and everything. And that's pretty much as far as I went with accommodations other than like the dining hall meal plan sort of thing. Um, for my accommodations, I didn't really do any with housing. I picked my own roommate um, and kind of just like in the process of like getting to know each other. Just like one thing I mentioned was like that I have like an allergy and asking her like if she would be okay to not keep any of my allergens like in the room. And she was like so great about it. She's like, of course not, like not a big deal at all. Um, and she's super aware and she had friends with the same allergies. And so she was used to it. And then the only other like accommodation I did was I had like a 504 plan from high school. That was basically just like if something happened with my allergies that like um, hindered like my schoolwork and like the time I could spend with school that I would have extra time 
to like make up the work and stuff like that. And I just kind of like talked to the accommodations at school and mentioned that I had this plan and they're like, it'll be no worries. Like, we'll make sure that if you have any problems that you're, you'll be okay. Yeah, for me, I also got to kind of talk to a lot of people and choose my own roommate beforehand. And I did want to kind of experience living with another person, especially for my freshman year. So I made sure that while I was talking to people, my food allergies came up in conversation. And my roommate now that I'm going to be living with for my first year was just super great about it. We already talked about places we could both go out and eat. Um, I talked about like the severity of my allergy. So she was aware of that. And it was overall just a super smooth experience. And I found that especially like with that type of person, I wouldn't need like further accommodation. So that was my process. College is a big transition, especially for those with food allergies. So have you guys ever extensively been away from home? Yes. Um, So the summer between my junior and senior year, um, I went to Palmetto Boys State. Uh, which is like a mock government program. Um, Every state's got one. They take two boys from every high school across the country and they have like local elections, state elections, that kind of thing. You can run for governor, house of representatives, all sorts of things. Um, It's a week long thing uh, and they keep you on on a campus. In our case, it was Anderson University Um, for a week. They feed you everything like that. That was the first time I'd ever kind of been in a situation like that. I'm kind of kind of glad I did. It was uh, kind of a practice run for uh, for college in a way um so i i kind of started the same process i reached out to them you know as soon as i found out i was like hey i'm excited for this i've got food allergies um so i just want to know like what kind of accommodations you can make um i got to speak with the director of dining almost the same as i did with uh with clemson uh and he said here's what we can do uh there's going to be you know 200 other boys coming in here at the same time as you so it's going to be a little chaotic but if you come to like this table specifically, you can just tell the person working there who you are and they'll have already made whatever everyone else is eating will have been made for you and just kind of kept away perfect cross-contamination that solved the dining thing. And then the housing, um, I actually got paired with someone who also has a peanut and tree nut allergy. So that worked out perfectly fine. Um, a few months later, I went to Boys Nation in Washington, D.C. It's a mock Senate, 100 senators, two from every Boys State program. Um, same kind of process, worked just as well, had absolutely no issue. And that was kind of the first time I had extensively been away for a while, that kind of thing. Um, and it, it was really like a practice room for college. And it worked out well, and uh, it made me and my family much more comfortable about the whole process. I really haven't done uh, many, like, away from home trips. I mean, in middle school, I did like a couple where I ended up packing my own food because it was just the easiest uh, like way to go about it, especially because I was so young at the time. Um, So I guess college will be like a new challenge and just trying to navigate all of that. Yeah, same for me. I think like the longest I've been away from home without my parents was probably like a couple of days for like um, our senior trip or if I had like a retreat for church. And in those cases, since I didn't really have like a consistent dining option, it was more like eat where you want. Um, I did pack food from home and that was able to last me and it was easy. I just had to microwave something 
or like defrost something. And most of the places I stayed in had like some sort of microwave or mini fridge or even like a mini kitchen. So it was super easy to just cook what I had to eat. And I think college definitely will be a new experience, but I'm happy that Rutgers is able to accommodate so well. Um, growing up, I went to overnight camp, um, like seven hours from home, kind of in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. And my camp was not free, which was just, it was great. Um, and like, since it got super hot there, like they would keep EpiPens in it, like a safe spot in the nurse's office. And besides that, it was pretty safe and it definitely helped me get a glimpse into college life. Do any of your dorms have access to a kitchen? And if they do, do you plan on using it? Um, my dorm has like a communal kitchen. I know all the dorms do kind of on certain floors. There's like a communal kitchen. Um, I don't really know how much I'll be using it, but in all of our dorms, like what came with our like housing deposit was like a micro fridge. So we get our own like mini fridge and microwave. And I feel like those are really the only two things that I would need to use. So I don't really see myself using the kitchen. Probably on a very, very similar note to Rachel. Our uh, university also does the micro fridge uh, type thing with the fridge on the bottom and a microwave on the top. Um, it's probably what I'll be using most of the time. Um, just uh, because of like cross-contamination of things, uh, I plan on potentially using the kitchen some, but bringing like my own pots, pans, utensils, that kind of thing. Um, but honestly, even then, I'm not sure how much I'll use it. Um, it's on the floor below. So anytime I want to cook, I would have to lug, you know, three pans, spatulas, all that downstairs. Um, and then uh, I'm sure I will a few times, but not to the degree that I ever anticipated I would. Like growing up, I was imagining oh, I'm going to have to just cook for myself every night. Um, and l- luckily, that's not going to be the case. That's the same with me. Uh, they have like micro fridges that we can have in the dorm and uh they have kitchens on like every floor of the dorm so um there's like one right down the hall from me but I agree like I don't think I'm going to be using it as much as I expected because of like cross-contamination you never know like what people are using even if you bring your own pans and everything and just like how much time I'll have on my hands so I think I'll probably just use the micro fridge more Mm -hmm. We also get like a mini microwave and fridge accommodation like with every dorm and I honestly think that that definitely will be like as much as I need basically just if I need like a little snack or like a little pick-me-up I can just make like a small meal for myself but I think most of the time I will be eating at the dining hall. So what would you guys recommend high schoolers with food allergies to do to prepare for college? I would say the most important thing is basically just research. So every school that you know you're applying to, go on their website, reach out to their dining and accommodation staff, and just kind of get to know like the pros and cons of each school and the differences in the ways that they're able to provide for you and your specific allergies. And it definitely helps in the narrowing down process when you're picking what school ultimately is the best for you. Uh, I, I agree completely. Um, your research beforehand uh, makes a big deal. Just if nothing else, than knowing what to expect when you go to talk to a particular university about their accommodations. Um, I'll also add when I was applying to colleges, um, I didn't think so much about 
how I would handle the foodology situation, but I applied to colleges based on their academic merit, their majors, things I think could be good for me. The story I told earlier about the in-state school I had an issue with uh, is anomalous. Um, almost every single university in the country, no matter where you go, is going to do their best to accommodate you. Um, so you shouldn't make uh, when you're applying places that big of a deal. I just uh, know it's something that you're going to have to pay attention to in the future and work on. Um, and then when you when you get your acceptances and you go and start talking to colleges, just keep that in mind and you can bring that up and get to know more about it because it is a big deal and it makes a big impact on your quality of life and that kind of thing. Uh, but do your research um, and apply where you want and it'll all work out. I think with like as common as allergies have gotten, and all of the increased legislation and increased awareness that's come up, I feel like most colleges in the country are going to be prepared to some extent to deal with a student with allergies. It's not going to be like a one in a million that somebody comes to their campus with an allergy. So I would say like the college process is stressful enough with just trying to find a school academically. I would not worry too much about if the school is going to be able to accommodate you because you're definitely not the only one going that's going to have to deal with an allergy and then my only other advice would be also location of the college like if your school like um is outside of a big city or in a big city there are so many food options also in the city that like location can be a big difference like I applied to some schools that were kind of like in the middle of nowhere and their college town had one restaurant versus like where I'm going to lane, where you walk 10 steps out of the campus and there's strips and strips and strips of all different kinds of restaurants. That is like one thing also to think about. Yeah. I also agree. Like research is like the most important thing. And just like, uh, don't like let your food allergies dictate exactly where you want to go. Like make that like something you think about on the side, but like they all mentioned, like make sure that you're going somewhere or that you look at places that you're really interested in academically that have like the programs you're interested in and then um, check in about like the food allergies on the side and just make sure that they can accommodate you, but it doesn't have to be like the main factor. So the last thing I wanted to ask you guys was how do you feel entering your freshman year of college? What are your thoughts? Honestly, uh, much more relaxed and confident than I really expected to. Um, like I said, the whole process, um, I expected some give and take, some negotiating, some just general reluctance to do uh, things that I needed done. Um, but I, I haven't experienced any of that one bit. So it's been a really good process. I'm looking forward to it, honestly. I think it'll be exciting. It's a lot of new opportunities. Um, yeah, I don't have any reservations about it. I'm really excited. New chapter. <laughs> Definitely. It is a huge life change, but I'm super excited to meet new people. Um, just get to live kind of semi by myself, I think will be definitely something I have to adapt to, but I'm excited. It should be fun. Yeah, I'm also super excited. I'm a little nervous, but I think it'll be good. And just having that kind of independence and it'll like force me to get better at navigating allergies in the long run too. For sure. So thank you guys so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you, Dana. It was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to support Just Allergy Things mission in promoting food allergy awareness, you can follow us at Just Allergy Things on Instagram. And make sure to check out the Just Allergy Things magazine on justallergythings.com. 
Thank you again for listening and until next time. Bye!